Welcome to Table Flippers Podcast, outreach of Greater Worship Christian Church here in Lancaster, California. I am your host, Robert Enos, along with Chippy the Chipmunk. Oh, my adoring fans. Get ready for a huge dose of reality and a huge dose of common sense. You said it, brother. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you're doing well today. It is Tuesday, September 5th at... 59 at the moment, almost 4 p.m. And um, you know, uh, been so extraordinarily busy. My wife and I, and our church, and the people of our church, doing so many different things. There's all kinds of things going on. Some good, some bad, but some really good. And I, I hope and pray that you are able to find the good, even in all the foolish thing that's going on in the world, all the bad news. All the things that you have to struggle with and put up with and, and everything. You know, crime's uh, still um, escalating and uh, inflation is growing. Houses are more expensive. Jobs are harder to find. Cars are cars are getting super expensive, ladies and gentlemen. Food's expensive. Gasoline's going up again, at least here in California. I can't believe it. Where we're paying over $5 a gallon in most places, at least what I've seen. So anyways, there's a lot of knuckleheaded bad things going on. At the same time, there's a lot of great things going on. What I am witnessing uh, amongst the people that I know and just here in my community that it, it, it's kind of, we have this weird, strange division. The people that just kind of want that free ride, uh, you know, they, you guys know what I mean. The people that are always crying that uh, minimum wage is way too low. We need a living wage. And they describe a living wage as a, as a wage that they can just, their first job, maybe flipping burgers at Burger King, earn enough money to buy a house, buy a car, go to school if they want to, put some really good food on the table, dress in nice clothing, and do all of that. And most of them that say this don't even want to work a full eight-hour shift, 40 hours a week. They want to work like six hours or less, four days a week, and still uh, get a paycheck that'll buy all of these things that their parents, their parents have after being in the work world for the last 30, 40 years. Oy. Anyways, that's just strange to me. It really is strange to me. But um, nonetheless, those who are working hard applying themselves. Don't get fixated on a 40-hour week or an eight-hour day, but get fixated on bettering themselves and making themselves more marketable. I am watching this with my own two eyes, ladies and gentlemen, that those people, men and women, are really taking the world by storm. And I'm watching this even in the real estate world, that, you know, real estate's up and down, it's in and out. Nobody knows what the real estate market is going to do. You know, right now, it's just really kind of a crazy place. But some of the real estate people, people in real estate, the the brokers and the um, real estate agents that are really, truly applying themselves, getting out there, marketing themselves, not just the houses or the properties they're selling, but marketing themselves, making themselves more marketable. They're doing a great job. They're doing a fantastic job. And they're growing and they're moving. But the people that just want to sit by and expect, hey, I'm a real estate agent. I got a house to sell. You come to me. Well, they're not really making it that well. And that goes for every, it's not just real estate agents. That's every business person, everybody in business, everybody in the work world. When you want more for less, you're not really going to make it. But when you're willing to give more of yourself, more from others will come to you. It's almost a 
That's almost a perfect science. Anyways, that's nothing what I want to talk about. I just want to tell you guys, ladies and gentlemen, please, listen, there's a lot of great things happening out there as well. And there's a lot of areas in our world that still are moving forward in strength and in power and great things happening. Please get involved in those areas. Find yourself in those areas. Uh, make yourself more marketable. Put yourself out there. Learn some things. Read a book. Um, you know, whether it be politics and especially politics, you know, our communities in, in many regards are suffering because of the political nature of these communities. And good people sit back and wonder why, what's going on. And they blame this person. They blame that person. They might blame the mayor. They might blame, blame the sheriff. They might blame this other person. They blame the homeless. They blame the, the, the business realm. They blame these CEOs of companies. And isn't it interesting that for the most part, most all of them will never blame themselves for simply not getting out there and being part of that world? Think about that for just a minute, ladies and gentlemen. It's easy to blame the president when the president's not doing anything or doing crazy things, right? And not living up to his promises and things are getting, so it's easy to blame him. And yes, I agree. He is deserving of some blame, but maybe if we stop and look at ourselves and say, well, what did I do? What did I do? Number one, who did I vote for? Did I vote for the clown that's in there? If you say, yes, I voted for that guy. Well, <laughs> then you're the problem. You are the problem. But beyond that, what about right now? What about right now? Have you gone to any rallies? Have you gone to your city council uh, meetings? Have you have you gone to any of your school board meetings, local school board meetings? Have Do you even know what's going on in these realms and in these places? Because they affect you. They affect you directly, not in an indirect manner, but directly. Do you know, in our case, I'm in California, do you know the bills that they're trying to pass in, in the California legislature? Do you know? And by the way, if you do know, then you'll know that most of the bills that they are trying to pass, that they are voting right now, they're voting and trying to pass right now, are bills to take away your rights as a parent. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, if you have children, the California legislature is trying to take away your rights as a parent and give the rights, what should be parental rights, to the school. Now, to even make it worse, the state of California, the legislature, the state of California is trying to take away all the power of the school boards and put it in the hands of Sacramento, the legislator there, those perverts. So they take away your rights as parents and put it in the in the hands of the school. But then they go, oh, wait a minute. But all the schools are now under our thumb and got to do exactly what we tell them to do. So basically, they're trying to take the rights of the parents for themselves. And I'm, I'm just going to be honest with you, ladies and gentlemen. It's full of Democrats and it's full of some of the most wicked, wicked, heinous, perverted Democrats this country's ever seen. Don't believe me? Just please look some of them up. Look at some of the things that um, Gavin Newsom, Democrat, governor of California, has said and some of the things that he is trying to, to push and do. Literally, he himself is trying to take away your rights as parents. You feed those children, you house those children, you had those children, you pay for them, you pay for their medical, you pay for their schooling, you you drive them around, you drive them to soccer practice, you take them to school, you put clothes on their back, you comb their hair, you do all of these things for those children, and yet... In the state of California, they don't want that to be your children. They want it to be the state's children, but you fit the bill and you basically be the state-controlled nanny to their children. 
That's the basically what they're trying to do in California. I don't know if you understand that, ladies and gentlemen. But please, get involved. Figure these things out. Learn these things. Know these things. As a matter of fact, I think uh, we're going to have to have uh, Pastor Abraham on here sometime because he really is sharp on all of the bills and what's what's going on in, in California. We need to have him on, do a podcast, do an episode where he could just explain to you guys what's going on and what they're trying to push. And um, you'd be amazed. You'd be sickened, but you'd be amazed that this is happening anywhere in the world. Maybe not so much here in California because it's always been lefty, commie California. Anyways, let's talk about this. Here's an article I'm looking at from the Daily Wire. As I've said before, I do pull a lot of articles from Daily Wire for uh, the main reason is that Daily Wire has so many different people part of the Daily Wire and contributing it to it that if I go to Daily Wire, the um, whatever I'm reading, whatever I'm watching, there's so many different people on it that it's not just one person, okay? That's one reason why I like Daily Wire. But the second reason I use Daily Wire is, well, because I'm paying for the subscription and I don't want to waste it. <laughs> but uh, it's a phenomenal place. So the Daily Wire, you can look at it, dailywire.com online. And um, please subscribe. It's, it's a phenomenal news source and information source uh, all the way around, whether you're conservative or otherwise. But this is, again, from the Daily Wire, and it says investigation. So it's from their investigation unit. It says leftist activists arrested in Loudoun County after threatening to burn down historic site, Sheriff says. A member of Loudoun Love Warriors. Loud. Hopefully I'm saying that right. L-O-U-D-O-U-N. If I'm not pronouncing that correctly, please forgive me. Uh, it looks like Loudoun, Loudoun, Loudoun County. Anyways, members of Loudoun Love Warriors is allies with Soros-funded prosecutor Buddha Bibaraj has said he doesn't care about jail. This is by Luke uh, Roziak, Roziak, September 5th, 2023, and that was today. So this was published today, dailywire.com. You can find this if you want to. And the picture, there's a picture that begins this article of a young man. Uh, let me try to describe the picture for you. There's a table with at least one, two, three, four, four rifles, at least four rifles, one, two, three, four, at least four handguns, all uh, semi-automatic. Um, it looks like a box full of 12-gauge shotgun shells, uh, many magazines full of bullets and, and ammunition, some boxes, like some ammo boxes that I'm assuming are full and such. And he's sitting off to the side with what appears to be some hearing protection over his ears. Um, and that's the opening picture on this. And it says, a leftist activist who is part of Loudon Love Warriors. Now, I'm going to stop right there for just a moment. And it says, a group that close works closely with Democrat politicians in Virginia's Loudon County. Okay, so Loudon Love Warriors. Now, I don't know about you, but when I first read that, that opening kind of line about these love warriors, I thought, and I'm just going to be honest with you, ladies and gentlemen, I thought this was like one of those uh, transgender homosexual groups. The Loudon Love Warriors, you know were trying to pass off their lifestyle as okay because, you know, love is love and they keep saying that. When you really get to know them and you find articles like this and see what they're really doing, you realize they're not about love at all. So again, when I first saw Loud and Love Warriors, I expected this to be about a transgenderism or something. And it's a little bit in there, but 
not really. It's kind of strange. Anyway, but but it's a Democrat. I, I should not be surprised. Anyways, activist, leftist activist who was part of Loudoun Love Warriors, a group that works closely with Democrat politicians in Virginia's Loudoun County, and it and has threatened members who challenge its policy goals, was arrested Friday for allegedly making violent threats, the Daily Wire has learned. Derek Summers, a rapper, a rapper. Hey, um... All you people that are into rap, you know, one thing I've been noticing about rap is that uh, a lot of the rap uh, stars, rappers, rappers, anyways, rappers, they're really starting to lean towards homosexuality. And what I find is is funny and ironic is you take your basic rapper for the most part, I'm not saying all of them, but most part, and they want to try to give this tough persona. They often take little video clips or pictures or do their videos, their music videos with guns, with weapons, you know, um, uh, money on the table, maybe some drugs, whatever, something like that. Like they're really tough. And I'm I'm finding that many of them are starting to really lean towards that soft sissy stuff. So they're flipping around a gun in one hand or in one video. And then they're part of Latin Love Warriors. The Latin Love Warriors. I'm a rapper with the Latin Love Warriors. I don't know if that came across. Those were little kissy sounds, by the way. I'm trying to get into character here. You know, I'm a rapper with the Latin Love Warriors, you know. But but it's strange to me. I don't know. Have you guys noticed that? Is, is Or is that just me? You got like Little Nas X. I think that's his name. The dude's a fruitcake. You know, and you got all these other ones that are just really starting to push this whole homosexual transgender thing and well anyways you'll hear some of this in here as i read this so anyways this guy was arrested friday for making violent threats derek summers a rapper who frequently poses with guns on social media was arrested on friday and charged with a class 5 felony under virginia law for making a threat against oatlands a historic property in leesburg virginia according to a spokeswoman for the Loudoun County Sheriff's Office, who was notified about the threat by the property. In a video posted to his Facebook, Summers said he became enraged after seeing people having a good time at Oatlands, a historic site that dates back to colonial times because there used to be slaves there. So this dude didn't want anybody to have fun today, 2023, at this place called Oatlands. He didn't want them to have fun there. Because at one time there were slaves there. Um, I honestly don't even get that. You know, uh, anywhere in the world, in any piece of land, somebody could have been uh, abused on that spot. But if it's if the abuse is over, especially by 150, 200 years, um, I, I don't even know what to say. You can't have fun in that park because somebody made fun of somebody else. Well, you can't make fun... You can't have any kind of fun in Chuck E. Cheese because... I remember somebody being mean to me as a child in Chuck E. Cheese, so you can't have fun. These guys are babies. Uh, maybe that's why these rappers are kind of going soft, because they are all babies to begin with. I don't know. Anyways, let me let me just go on. Let me go on. Let me just get off of that for a moment. I actually like to go there to connect with my roots and see, I don't know, kind of bear witnesses. Uh, let me say that again, because if he raps the way he talks, I, nobody understands him. I actually like to go there to connect with my roots and see I don't know kind of bear witnesses. Okay, so I guess he likes to go to this place to connect with his roots and something something about that bears witnesses. I'm not sure with what, but whatever. Anyway, Summer says, if the place is going to be there, if they're going to make it historical, 
then that's what it is there for. I don't think it should be for people to sit and have a good time. There were people there enjoying themselves and that bothered me. So he threatens to burn down some place because he's bothered because somebody else had a good time. In a place that once held slaves. In a place that now people should be rejoicing because slavery is over. I mean, that's just my take on it. Anyways, Oatlands, a National Trust historic site, is now run by a nonprofit that offers it as a nature-filled park and educates people about its history including telling the forgotten story of enslaved people who once toiled there. So it's a historic site that educates people, in, and part of that education is about the slaves who were once held there and toiled there. And this guy is bothered that somebody had a good time. I, I mean, I maybe I'm missing something in the story. Maybe they just didn't write it all in there. Maybe those people were dancing around, you know, um, joyful that there were slaves there. I doubt it. I really highly doubt it. But maybe there's just some kind of disconnect because there truly is a disconnect. We've been disconnected from slavery for 200 years. And you know what? I always try to be careful of this because I never want to be insensitive towards anybody for the pain or the problems that they have come through. You know, and if somebody, if I knew somebody that maybe they themselves was once a slave and now they're free, well, I'm going to be extremely sensitive to that. I remember being around some Holocaust survivors and being very sensitive about the things that I said because of the raw the raw nature of that, because they were there. Also the same thing with their direct descent, like their children, okay? But not that I want to make it ever make it a joke or anything like that, because it's not, it's still serious. But um, let's face it, slavery has been over since, when was it, 1865, I believe it was? 1865, 1965, that's like 150 some odd years, ladies and gentlemen. Please don't misunderstand me. I don't want to brush it under the rug and treat it as if it's not important. But if people of today's generation that did not live through it, didn't, their their parents didn't live through it, their grandparents, um, I don't know, I guess there might be some grandparents who very, 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 very young lived through it, but more than likely great-grandparents or even great-great-grandparents, when we're that far separated from it, all right, we need to stop um, having hissy fits that somebody was at a place like this, maybe told a joke, and another person laughed. Or they're sitting around maybe having a picnic, looking at the birds in the sky and the puffy white clouds going by, and and, and maybe dad is chasing his little boy or little girl around, having a good time, and they're laughing. I mean, in a situation like that, in a place like that, to me, that would warm my heart to see that a place that brought such tragedy now can bring joy. Okay, uh, I don't know. Am I missing something, ladies and gentlemen? Really, am I, am I missing something? Because if so, if I'm being completely insensitive, we're not talking about like walking through Auschwitz and laughing at the fingernail marks in the gas chambers. We're not talking about walking through some of these concentration camps and laughing at the uh, images and the barracks and the bunks and the torture chambers that are still standing today. That's not what we're talking about. And if, if things like that still exist here in America towards the uh, slaves that were of African descent, I'm not talking about going there and having a picnic in those places either. As a matter of fact, up here on the 395, when I like to go up north to go fishing and just get away, go camping or something, we passed by a place called Manzanita and it was a a well for it was really like a concentration camp for the Japanese during World War II and they they rounded up all the Japanese people or all of them but many of the Japanese Americans 
and put them in these concentration camps because they were afraid that they would side with Japan when we decided to go bomb them. I'm not talking about walking through there and laughing and joking and everything. Okay, but if there was a, a house, a manor, a mansion that happened to own slaves during the slave days, completely different. Unless there was a place, now I'm not going to go in the old slave quarters and laugh and joke around. No, 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 that's completely rude. So I don't know what this guy's issue is, really. I mean, it's just the way he speaks and his mindset is clearly unstable, ladies and gentlemen. Clearly unstable. Anyways, um, let me get on with this. Try to make some sense of this. Uh, where is it? Oh, I think I already got to that point. I'm reading going back because I was totally on a roll there. Summers denied that he made any threats. I didn't threaten anyone. And that will be that, he told Daily Wire. He said in a Facebook video after uh, leaving Oatlands, he made an online post that referenced burning it down, but was not being literal. I take extreme reservations with a plantation, he said. Okay, but if you said you're going to burn it down, that is a threat, sir. I, I don't know why that's so hard for you to understand, but clearly, 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 ladies and gentlemen, this, this young man's got some issues going on upstairs that he doesn't want to address. He says he's going to burn the place down, but when called on it, oh, I didn't threaten anybody. I just take extreme reservation with a plantation. Okay, it's not a plantation anymore. Maybe it was, but it's not now. And it's a historic site that actually teaches people about some of its dark past, slavery. I, You should rejoice over that, not threaten to burn it down. You burn it down, you destroy a place where people can come and learn about slavery and how bad it was. Please stop for a moment, think, figure it out. Oatland CEO Caleb M. Schutz told the Daily Wire that he could not comment on an ongoing case. Summers maintains ties with top officials in the county. Now here's the here's the place where this all gets twisted and weird. He says Summer Summers, now this rapper that made these threats that got arrested maintains ties with top officials in the county in addition to a close relationship with far-left prosecutor Buddha Bibaraj. Summers was once invited to the White House by the county's top official, uh, Chair Phyllis Randall, who he called his big sister. I'm just re- reading it the way it says. Big sister. And I don't know why they spelled it this way. It's small b, small i, and big g, big g. Like big sister (laughs) and a friend so um chair phyllis randall is his big sister and a friend in may the daily wire reported that summers was in a secret facebook group with a campaign staffer for bibarage named andrew pihanak pihanak an aide to school board chair ian surutkin a local reporter and other loudon activists in which members made violent threats against political opponents so he's part of this Facebook group with all of these seemingly somewhat important people. Remember, um, Bibaraj is the um, far-left prosecutor for that county. And Summers is good friends with that person. And one of Bibaraj's staffers is in this group. And they're making violent threats against political opponents, all while being under the guise of Loudon love what does it say loud and love warriors yeah loud and love warriors not a lot of love coming through there mr summers not a lot of love i don't get it not a lot of love i don't think these people know what love is because they say well you know 
love is love. And they're trying to make excuses for homosexual behavior, transgenderism, all that. Love is love. But they don't understand what love is. They really don't understand what love is. So at least in that sense, what they should be saying, if they're going to be honest, is lust is lust. Perversion is perversion. Anyway, I'm here to tell you about this. So here he goes on to say, someone going to get hurt on their side, and I hope I get to do it, Summers wrote. I'm so ready to show up with guns, lol. And that's something that he said, or wrote, I should say. After Pihanak falsely accused a conservative resident who spoke before the school board of threatening to drown gays, <laughs> Summers plotted how to retaliate. Reciprocation is our only move, Summers said, and I don't care how that comes across. Something has to happen to one of them. So much for love. He's a love warrior. He's a love warrior. So much for love, though. Goes on to say, if he had said, and I don't use this kind of language, ladies and gentlemen, but it's spelled S with four little tiny stars next to it, or asterisks. So if he had said about black kids or autistic kids, I would shoot him, Summers added. People get ended for less than that. They know I don't care about jail or lawsuits. I mean, think about this. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I am a big proponent of the First Amendment. Our right to free speech, say what you want to say. I don't even blame this guy for saying some of the things that he's saying in in that regard, for that regard. I mean, don't get me wrong, I blame him because anybody that does say that stuff, uh, yes, they're exercising their right of free speech, but they're exercising it in a very classless, um, ignorant, uh, there's other words that I don't choose to say right now, but they, they just have absolutely no class or wit about them at all. That even in their language just drops to violence right away when there's somebody that doesn't agree with them. But that's the left. That's the Democrat Party, ladies and gentlemen. And this, as this article points out so clearly, this young man has lots of ties with the Democrat Party there in Loudoun County, Virginia. Anyways, let me go on. It says, Alicia Brand, who a Loudoun love warrior suggested should be curb stomped, said the love warriors are so fixated about who wins races for sheriff and prosecutor because they believe that their candidates won't enforce laws against them. And, well, they're right. They're right. They want to get everything padded with Democrats because the Democrats are soft on other Democrats, especially Democrat activists. Ladies and gentlemen, so you got the Democrat uh, people in office, okay? They're in office, whether it be a prosecutor or whatever position they're in, they're still in office. And so they're limited on what they can get done. And just like post-Democrat Party, uh, you know, um, post-Civil War Democrat Party, I should say, they developed and they created the Ku Klux Klan. Yes, the Democrat Party founded the Ku Klux Klan. And the Ku Klux Klan was the strong arm of the Democrat Party, targeting primarily Republicans, uh, you know, trying to scare them into voting Democrat. And uh, most of those Republicans that they were trying to scare were actually uh, ex-slaves, black folk that were Republican because at that time, all the black folks were Republican. As a matter of fact, the first black Congress members were all black. I mean, all Republican. I'm sorry, black were all black. Yeah, of course. But they were all Republican. Why? Because they all they were all part of the Republican Party and the Republican Party was founded as the anti-slavery party. Look it up, ladies and gentlemen. It was the Democrats that fought against it and still are. You say, well, wait a minute. This is a young black man. 
How, how is that so? He is absolutely being used as the strong arm, the new Ku Klux Klan, the new strong arm of the political or of the Democrat Party there in Loudoun County, Virginia. Some things never change, ladies and gentlemen. The only thing that's changed is they found a way to convince even the people that they hate and wanted to originally control. They don't care about the color anymore. They just want to control people. So anybody that they can, they can control they will control. And when they're done using you, you'll be thrown on the scrap heap. They do not care about you, ladies and gentlemen. The Democrat Party doesn't care about anybody but them. And this young man can't see it, but is proof of what I say. Anyways, it says the Loudoun County Democrat Committee disavowed the Loudoun Love Warriors, but not the county's prosecutor, Buddha Bibaraj. Isn't that interesting how one part will say, oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, we disavow them. But this side over here, don't, shh, don't say anything. Didn't. Why? Because through her, this dude can still do their bidding. And they'll just keep getting him out of jail. They'll just keep keep him out on the streets when, because they're in control. On June 6th, she wrote to Sheriff Mike Chapman, a Republican, instructing him to investigate a conservative group that criticized the Loudon Love Warriors by renting billboard trucks with quotes from their members. Okay, so Budaraj, Buddha Bibaraj, this prosecutor ordered Mike Chapman, the sheriff, who happens to be a republic, a Republican, you know, go look into this, investigate this conservative group because they criticized the Loudon Love Warriors. And how did they criticize them? Simply by posting what they say, just quoting them. <laughs> did you? I mean, catch that, ladies and gentlemen. So the things that they actually say are damning enough that it got an investigation going into the people who made those billboards. They didn't have to lie about them. They didn't have to slander them. They didn't have to do anything but just show the world what they are actually saying. And it's getting them in trouble from this left-leaning Democrat prosecutor. Ladies and gentlemen, is this America? Or did we just step into communist Russia or communist China or wherever the commies are. It doesn't feel like America anymore. It doesn't feel like I'm reading an article written about Virginia, of all places. Anyways, let me finish this. It says, I have been contacted by several members of the Loudoun community who have expressed fear and concern about being harassed and intimidated, she wrote. Please assign a member of your team to investigate this matter so as to prevent any unlawfulness. She cited two states in the Virginia Code, both of which appeared to be civil statutes that did not apply. So she was reaching and twisting some of their own statutes, <laughs> trying to get the sheriff to go investigate put uh, a group that just put up posters or um, billboards of this Loudon Love Warrior gang, uh, just quoting just what they said. Nothing else. They weren't going around beating people up. They weren't even lying about them, weren't slandering them. They were just posting billboards with what they actually said. Ugh. But what they said must have been so bad that it really made some people upset. <laughs> well, anyways, on June 20th, Summers and other Loudon Love Warriors made up a sizable portion of the volunteers at her victory party after winning the Democrat primary. The, oh, Late. Democrats, what is wrong with you? And I mean this with everything in me. What is so intrinsically wrong with you in your soul, in your mind, your will, your emotions, that somebody like this 
is acceptable on any level. I mean, not only should you be embarrassed by this person calling themselves a Democrat, but the last thing you should do, she won the primary. That means you Democrats, you are voting for this kind of wickedness, this kind of nonsense. And believe me you, when people like this, uh, the uh, what it was a love warrior, loud and love warrior gang member, um, Summers, Derek Summers, when he's no longer needed, he's going to be tossed on the scrap heap by this prosecutor. They are using you. They are using you, all of you. Unbelievable. It says, Bivaraj did not return a request for comment on whether she will prosecute Summers or rescue herself from the, or recuse, I'm sorry, recuse herself from the case due to conflict of interest. After she recused from another case involving school board politics, it was assigned to fellow Soros prosecutor from a different jurisdiction who dropped it. So, so uh, she dropped herself, says, I, I got to recuse myself from this because I'm too close to it. Give it off to this person over here who looked at it and was like one of her little clones, little Soros clones, and just says, oh, we're just dropping it. That's the Democrat Party, ladies and gentlemen, today. They don't care about law and order. They don't care about you and me. They care about their own pocket. And even more than just money, they care about power and control. They care about really about power through control. And and I don't understand why you Democrats can't see that. I really do not understand why you cannot see that. You can throw stones at Republicans all day long. Go for it. But why you can't see your own foolishness and the wickedness of the party that you support, I uh, it blows my mind. Um, my wife and I would often have these arguments, when I say arguments, not full-blown arguments that end us up in court or something like that, but just these disagreements, I should say. And I would say something like, no, nobody's that dumb. Nobody can possibly be that dumb. To which my wife says, oh, no, 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 no. There are people really that dumb. And I'm like, no, there just can't be. There's something else going on here. There's something going on because nobody could be that dumb. Ladies and gentlemen, nobody could be so dumb as to vote for a Democrat. Nobody. There isn't a person on this planet that doesn't have an IQ small enough to think what the Democrats are doing is okay. There's got to be something else going on here. Now, my wife's going to listen to this and hear it. And you know what she's going to be doing? Yelling at a radio going, yes, I told you before. And I'm going to tell you again. Yes, there are people that dumb. But I have to give my wife some credit in this. A lot of credit, actually, because there are. I'm beginning to realize after looking into this and doing a little bit of research and everything. And just connecting the dots, yes, there are a lot of people out there that dumb. And let me explain to you what I mean. For the most part, liberal Democrats have been in charge of the educational system in America really for about at least the last 60 years. And it's getting progressively worse. Progressive. There's a word that the Democrats like to use to make it sound like they're actually progressing into something good, but they're progressing us all into something evil, wicked, and that doesn't work, such as the educational system. So the educational system for the last 50 or 60 years has been declining radically because Democrats are in control. And one of the things that's declining is actually turning out young people with a diploma that have an education. Do you know that many of our young people, they walk the stage or they walk the grass and they get that diploma in their hand, the little funny looking fat, flat hat, not fat hat, flat hat and the robe and, duh, you know, they play the music and everything. They graduate out of high school and now they're ready for the world. And then they go try to fill out a job application and they find out they can't even fill out a job application. And today, most of our young people can't even write cursive because they're not teaching it in school. 
They can't do basic math because they're not really teaching that in school. They don't know taxes. They're not teaching that in school. They don't know investing because they're not teaching that in school. They don't know how to write a complete and full sentence because they're not teaching that in school. They have terrible reading comprehension because they're not teaching that in school. And they walk out confused because what they are teaching is that boys can be girls and girls can be boys. That yes, men can menstruate. <laughs> and men can have babies. And men can, what do they call it, chest feed. They have no problem teaching this garbage that gets nobody nowhere. And all it does is confuse, but they can't fill out a job application. So yes, I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen, but because of the Democrat Party, because of the liberal Democrat Party, there are people that dumb. And where's the proof? Not just in all of these young people that are turned out and can't fill out a job application, but it's turned out that there are people that actually vote for the Democrat Party. I mean, think about what you see whenever you see Joe Biden talking, the train wreck that has become his life. There's people that voted for that. There are people that voted for that. You can say all you want about Donald Trump. You can say all you want about the Republicans. But ladies and gentlemen, on a scale of one to 10, if you put uh, the best Republican at only a three, then that means every, every Democrat is below zero. Anyways, let me try to finish this real quick. So Summers, now this is the guy that we're talking about, the rapper, in a Facebook video presented himself as legally untouchable, boasting about all the times legal efforts against him have failed. Well, why? Because he's got people in the Democrat party that are pulling for him. These Democrats, these liberals, in these key places, such as this prosecutor, they're not going to prosecute him. They're going to bring up charges on him because he's doing their bidding. He's doing what they can't do or won't do. He says, I spent about three and a half hours in custody yesterday. I'm out on PR bond right now. My lawyer's about to go 3-0 and this year, he said. This is a reference to the time a left-wing Loudoun judge denied a request for a protective order filed by a conservative mom. Summers testified in that matter that although he called her a cracker, he didn't mean it in a racial slur. In a video soon after, Summers laughed at the idea that he was not a dangerous person, and about the audacity of his testimony in court. I was talking about beating the case because I don't be dangerous. Don't be around dangerous people. Ha, 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 ha. I'm about to crack me a whole cracker today, he said. I called this lady a cracker in court, and then this super crackified lawyer said to, said you throw racial slurs around. He said, did you call her a cracker? And I said, no. And he was stuck because I literally just called her one in front of everyone, he said. He said, what would you do if somebody called you racial slurs? And I said, are you trying to imply that Cracker is anywhere near as bad as the N-word? And he looked up at the black female judge whose dreadlocks are a little longer than mine, he said. Do you see what's going on here, ladies and gentlemen? There's no such thing anymore as the rule of law. I mean, it's selective. It's there in a, in a weird way. It's selective. It really is selective. Here's a guy that deserves to be in prison and he keeps getting out. Why? Because there's judges and prosecutors that are on his side. He's a criminal. He admits it. He admits it in these videos. He's admitting this in, on this, um, in this piece that I'm reading. Why isn't he behind bars? Because he's got these liberal judges and prosecutors polling for him. In another video, he recounted interacting with five police officers in July after he attempted to fight a man because the day of the hate-filled, privileged, cis male and all that white Christian male whatever is over with. Boy, this guy talks weird. Anyways, he said 
the man consented to fight by crossing the street. So somebody crossed the street and he took it as a consent from that gentleman to want to fight him because he crossed the street. He said that is the important to replace Sheriff Chapman with Craig Buckley, a Democrat candidate for sheriff whose campaign consultant was also a member of the Love Warriors. We about to get Chapman out of here. We about to get a real solid individual, an actual human being in office, Summer says. So what he equates as to a real human being is somebody who's not going to uphold the rule of law and just let him do whatever he wants to do. That's a real human being to him. No, ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry. That's an animal. That's what animals do. <sighs> Virginia Attorney General Jason Myers had proposed a bill giving his office powers to step in and prosecute cases that local prosecutors would not, but it was killed by the Democrat-controlled Senate. Did you hear that? So, so check this out. So the Attorney General, right? So these prosecutors in these different uh, areas, when they don't want to prosecute a case and it's deserving to be prosecuted, the attorney general says, I need to have a bill passed that gives me the power to pick up those, um, you know, cases and prosecute these people. If, they're, if the local authorities aren't going to do it, I need to do it. And it was the Democrats, the Democrat-controlled Senate that shot that bill down. The Democrats don't want the attorney general having a power to pick up these cases and prosecute their favorite people that are doing their bidding. The Democrats. Ladies and gentlemen, are you hearing this? And I want to ask you, uh, everybody out there should vote. Ladies and gentlemen, everybody out there should vote. Every one of us. If you're an American, you should vote. Well, nothing changes. It doesn't change because you don't vote. It's your fault. Vote. Go vote. Ladies and gentlemen, go vote. Every one of you, go vote. But now that I got your attention on voting, don't vote stupid. That means, that's, that's a nice way of saying, don't vote for a Democrat. Don't vote stupid. Vote for people that are going to stand for the rule of law. Vote for people that are going to prosecute people such as this Summers that deserves to be in prison. He needs to be in prison. He's a dangerous individual. Okay, the picture in the beginning of this, again, was full of guns and rifles. I am a big Second Amendment guy. I'm all for people having guns and rifles. I'm all for people having a billion bullets if they want it, okay? But I'm not for these kind of people to have anything in our society. This guy needs to be put away for a while until he learns how to interact and be a part, a member, an upstanding member of society. You hear the anger. You hear the threats. As he's saying, I'm not threatening anybody, that cracker. Anyway, where am I? An elected Commonwealth attorney should not use her position to shield her political allies from prosecution while at the same time using her position to pursue her political adversaries, La Civita said. The law in Virginia is clear that when a Commonwealth attorney has a relationship with an accused, that makes it improper for him or her to act. The Commonwealth attorney should recuse himself or herself, and I call on the Loudoun County Commonwealth attorney to do so immediately. Alicia Brand, a conservative mother who at Loudoun Love Warriors suggested should be curb stomped, curb stomped, said the reason the Loudoun Love Warriors are so fixated about who wins races for sheriff and prosecutor is because they believe that their candidates won't enforce laws against them. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to describe to you what being curb stomped means. It's, it's a horrendous it's a horrendous thing. So that's basically subduing somebody, usually knocking them out. So this is a lady, Alicia Brand. Okay, so imagine this guy Summers, this rapper from Virginia, this Loudoun Love Warrior rapper, Democrat, wicked evil, nut job, knocks this woman out, Elisha Brand. I don't know who she is. It just says a conservative mother. I don't know what she looks like. I don't know how big she is. I don't know how small she is. But nonetheless, she's a lady. 
And this is what a man, okay, not a real man, of course, but I should say a male. This is what a male is saying towards a woman. That this conservative mother, who's just standing up for her rights as a mother, this guy and these love warriors in Loudoun County says she should be curb stomped. So that's where you basically either subdue somebody or knock them out, usually knock them out. You drag them basically into the street and you put their head up against the curb not just their head you open their mouth and you put the corner of that curb you know the corner stay on the top you put their mouth over it and then you stomp the back of their head really hard almost always it breaks out teeth breaks the jaw and that's the minimal damage it could snap the spinal cord at the base of the skull and cause that person either to be completely crippled from that point down, paralyzed from that point down, or dead. It's a horrendous practice and a horrendous thing that street thugs do. So even to suggest for this gentleman or this group to suggest something as vile and as wicked as that, and then these prosecutors and these judges and these Democrat, these Democrats, in leadership positions, to excuse that in any way just shows you where they all are at. These are these are street thugs. These are criminals. This male is the furthest thing from a true man that you could ever find. These Democrats are just wicked. They're evil. I've been saying this for years. And some of you are still like, well, no, that's just these. No, no, the entire Democrat party is wicked and evil. They don't care about you. They make excuses for this kind of behavior. They protect this kind of behavior. They hide this kind of behavior. And even when it can't be hidden, they just poo-poo it and push it off. No big deal. As long as they get what they want out of people like this, they don't care about you. They don't care about um, Alicia Brand, this mother who's just standing up for her own children. These are sick people. <sighs> I'm at the end of this article. Let me just finish it. It says, he keeps getting away with it. And it's because of people like Buddha who allow these people to act with impunity. And they get more and more brazen until one day they hurt somebody, she told the Daily Wire. It's disheartening to see how his close ties to Buddha and Randall may be influencing the course of justice. Ladies and gentlemen, I think this article speaks for itself. I certainly had a lot to add to it, of course. But this article truly speaks for itself. The Democrat Party is the party of wickedness, the party of evil. They're not the party of hate. They're the party of perversion, lusts, unbridled passions. And I'm not talking about those good, fun passions between like a man and a wife. I'm talking about those sick, perverted, lust-filled passions that um, that if, if spoken of, each and every one of us would probably, our stomachs would be turned. That's the Democrat Party. I'm not laying it on thick. I'm just telling you what it is. I'm not trying to make a big point other than the truth. Ladies and gentlemen, if you vote Democrat, I'm serious about this. You need some therapy. You need deliverance. You need salvation. You certainly need some deep help because that's not normal. Thank you for choosing Table Flippers Podcast. To find our merchandise page, go to gwcclancaster.org. Then find the Table Flippers link, click on it, and it'll take you right there. Until next time, have a fantastic day. Say goodbye, Chippy. Goodbye!